the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. In honor of the brave men and women that died serving this great country, broadcasting live from the World War II battleship, the USS Iowa, this is the Dennis Prager Show. Happy Memorial Day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show on Memorial Day. Hi, everybody. I have the uh, chills, and it's not because it's cold. It's actually the weather is perfect. For all of you across the country and wherever you're listening on the Internet around the world, I am broadcasting from San Pedro, California, right by the Pacific, right next to a few feet away, really, from a battleship, the USS Iowa. When I think about what went on there, I think we have some veterans here. Is that correct? Who served on the USS Iowa? I know we have veterans, and we're gonna we're gonna honor you a little later. Uh, your presence is very important to us. Did anybody here serve on the USS Iowa? I had heard that somebody had. I I, I didn't expect that to happen because the coincidence would be obviously too great. But it's an amazing thing to think as you look at this what what men endured on the high seas in the war. I, I broadcast on national holidays because I think that they have to be more than a day off. And we have made Memorial Day and July 4th into uh, picnics and banquets, and that's lovely, but it's not enough. And I would ask all of you listening anywhere to just take a minute of silence today if you're having a picnic or a barbecue. And think about the people who died, almost all of them very young, for the cause of keeping a free America and keeping a better world. Remember, a lot of Americans have died for others. I always make that point, and it is a point that shouldn't be lost, because if we retreat from the world, the world will descend into chaos. What keeps more peace and prosperity on Earth is the United States military. More than the United Nations, more than any peace council, peace conference, peace group, pacifist group, the concentration camps were liberated by soldiers, not peace activists. Japan was liberated from the horrific racist regime by the American military and other military. The uh, This notion that you get in graduate school that peace activism leads to peace is and should be confined to graduate school. Because there, where you live in a sort of bubble, intellectual bubble, you can believe that sort of thing. And I think of the people who died so that I could enjoy this extraordinary life as an American, and it overwhelms me. 
21 years old, 20 years old, 22 years old, 19 years old, 23 years old, 30 years old. Uh, my father fought, and uh, but he, for him, there's Veterans Day, and there's a difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day, and I, I think that that distinction needs to be honored, even though we honor veterans today. But a veteran is living, <laughs> or lived, beyond the war, and we memorialize on this day the people who died. What I do on Memorial Day, for you, my listeners, and we have many, many hundreds of people here, and you're invited if you're in the Southern California area to come by. Thus far, you're not standing in the sun. Uh, so I, uh, you're very, uh, very fortunate in that way. I'm protected, right? Yes. Okay. That was. I'm not a sun fan, as you can see. Uh, I... I don't recall the last time I had a tan. I don't think I ever had a tan now that I think of it. But if you are in the vicinity, you are welcome to come here in San Pedro. Uh, you'll just see the signs to the USS Iowa. There are a lot of things for kids to do, a lot of things for adults, and you can take a tour. I believe you can get a tour of the battleship. 1-8 Prager 776. What I like to do on Memorial Day is take it so seriously that I'm asking you who are listening to call in and tell me the name of somebody who died during a war, who died fighting. I'd like the full name of the person. I'd like you to say a few words about the person. It is a, it is a great thing. If you've done it in the past year, please don't do it this year. If you did it five years ago, that's fine. But I'd like to allow people to call in uh, uh, with names of people who have not yet had the ability to be announced to the country in this way. one eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six is the number to get in. A lot of wonderful people. Thank you all for coming by the way. It's very touching to see you. I, I you have no idea. I, I'm very open as you know. I had this not nightmare, but I had this slightly dark vision that I would show up and six people would be here. And I would still do the broadcast fine, but it it, it would have been a disconcerting moment given all the the advertising. So I'm very touched to see all of you, though I know you came for the earlier show and for Michael Medved, who will be following me as well. And I I think that's great. You should. So if you want to call in with the name of, of somebody, we live in an age that doesn't teach the young that there are things worth sacrificing for. It's a, it's a, uh, I use this phrase a lot. It's a big problem. <laughs> and I, I remember when I was a kid, <clears throat> I learned, <clears throat> I learned that Nathan Hale, when hanged by the British, said, I regret that I have but one life to, to give to my country. And I wonder how many kids today have ever heard of Nathan Hale. Or heard that phrase, which every single kid in my class knew by heart, just as I still do. And I, uh, my, my answer, I have to believe, is very, is very small. We don't understand. And let me read to you something. It's a very powerful. Uh, uh, here, this is a, a piece in. Let's see, May twenty. It was this Friday, in the Wall Street Journal by a seal. Uh, a Navy SEAL who was in Ramadi, Iraq, in the, that terrible battle in Iraq. Let's remember on Memorial Day, and every other day for that matter, that America did not become a nation without a fight. 
Very little good is achieved without a fight. Not, not always is it a physical fight, but I'd like to know what good is achieved in life without a fight. It doesn't exist. That's why uh, the, the, you have that great phrase, I think it's the Psalms, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. Am I right at Psalms? Okay, just want to check here. It's not Habakkuk, is it? Ah, you don't know who Habakkuk is, do you? I gotcha. One of the prophets, one of the prayers. You know, you better brush up if you don't know who Habakkuk is. Actually played third base for the Pirates. Okay, Matt, can you imagine that? Habakkuk over to Amos to Isaiah. He's out. We have a, some prophetic team here. That that would be adorable, actually. So I, uh, I, I want to remind people that these things are won through battle. While the calls are coming in, and they, they, we already have a full board, so it's tough to get in because I love the fact that you want to honor. Because it's such a big deal. Everyone who died had a name. Everybody who died had a dream. I never, I don't think that I am unique in this way. I, I mean, I'll forget it. I know I'm not unique, but I don't know how common it is to fully relate to what others have gone through. Now, you can't fully. No one who's not been in war can fully relate. I acknowledge that. But I can fully relate to one thing, that every guy, and it's usually a guy, every guy who died in battle had just as many hopes and loves and dreams as I did. There's no difference. These guys wanted to uh, get a job and live a life and travel and get married and have children just as much as I did. And then it's snuffed out on the beach of Normandy or it's snuffed out in Iraq or it's snuffed out in Vietnam. And I have a lot to say about these battles because we, we live in an age that doesn't appreciate what America did, especially in Vietnam, where we fought the great post-Nazi evil called communism. But it is not taught as the evil it is. That Do you know that communism killed far more people than Nazism? Far more. In China alone. But this is not taught. There was a book that came out, everybody should have, I think you have a moral duty to read it. It's called The Black Book of Communism, and believe it or not, it was published by Harvard University Press. Hardly a right-wing press. But it is a book compiled by, believe it or not, again, French academicians, French university professors, about the record of communism in slaughter. The numbers in each country that the communists took over. The people who died fighting communism in Vietnam were as, in a noble, as noble a battle as the people who died fighting fascism, Nazism, and Japanese imperialism. I'm Dennis Prager. We return. If you're like me, you're thrilled by the recent news of the world opening up to travel again. You're probably even planning your next trip. The best place to start your journey is at Context Learning. With Context, you learn about the destination you plan to visit. It's like getting insider knowledge of the go-to places for the next big trip long before you even hop on a plane. Context runs live, expert-led courses and virtual tours around the globe. 
In a given day, you can uncover ancient Rome with an archaeologist, go behind the velvet rope in the Louvre with an art expert, or walk the streets of St. Petersburg with a local guide, all from home. It's a terrific thing even if you're not planning to travel there. It is the next best thing to actually traveling there, and it's interactive. If you love travel and learning as much as I do, you're going to love this. For a limited time, when you buy one virtual tour, you'll get a second tour free when you use the promo code DENNIS at contextlearning.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-X. Learning.com. Use the promo code Dennis, contextlearning.com. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks... I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show on this Memorial Day, where they got hundreds of people here by the USS Iowa battleship uh, from, I, from, I presume, World War II. Is that right? Is that when the battleship is from? But served, after, but served afterwards as well. And I take uh, these holidays seriously. We have a, a, a problem in the U.S. in not taking our national holidays seriously. A day off is actually the secondary purpose of a holiday. The primary purpose is the holiday. And we have lost that, and we are paying a terrible price because we're not communicating through ritual what matters to continue the American identity. If July 4th becomes Frankfurters and Memorial Day is just a day off and then again another uh, another uh, picnic or, or whatever, barbecue, it's not right. And it's not right to those who died who have to be in our memories and be cherished. So I'm asking you to call in from anywhere with the actual name of somebody who died in combat and whom we memorialize today. So, why don't we go to Burl in Spring, Texas. Hi, Burl. Dennis Prager, happy Memorial Day, if indeed happy is the proper word. Yeah, thank you, Dennis, for taking my call. Uh, I just called to honor my son. Uh, my wife and I just are calling for Mark Christopher Wells, Staff Sergeant, killed uh, March 5, 2011, 
in Afghanistan uh, by an IED. And I would also like to just send our prayers to all the EOD techs in Afghanistan. His two, two of his best friends are back there now serving. May I have your son's name? Yes, Mark Christopher Wells. And that was in Afghanistan on in in 2011. Yes. So just two years ago. Yes. Sir, I, I I don't have profound words to say to you. I the only the only profundity I can come up with, and I know you didn't call for one. You called to honor him, and he is honored deeply. Uh, is that I I, I want to say something to you that may may be of meaning. The uh, who wrote uh, Herman Woke, the, one of the greatest American novelists, named Herman Woke. He wrote Winds of War and many other phenomenal novels, and he's still with us. And he's in his late nineties, I believe. Herman Woke wrote the foreword to a book about uh, a book of uh, the I think it was the diaries. You may find this of interest. The current Prime Minister of Israel is Benjamin Netanyahu. His older brother led the raid on Entebbe. Uh, Yoni, uh, Jonathan Netanyahu. And he was the only Israeli killed in saving the hostages against Islamic terrorists who had hijacked the plane to, uh, to Uganda in Africa. It was an amazing thing, if you recall. It was July 4th, 1976. And he wrote as follows, I envy Jonathan Netanyahu's father. Now, why would anybody envy the father of a son who died? There is no pain quite like the pain of the loss of a child. And he said, I believe he said this, he lost a son, and I think it was in an accident. And he said, there is a very big difference in losing your child in something like an auto accident than in their giving their lives for a good cause. And that has to mean something to a parent. So I, I hope that does, Burl, and I, I hope that you and your wife or his mom are strong. God bless you. I thank you. Uh, I thank you very much for calling, sir. Thank you, Dennis. God bless you, too, for what you do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's tough to talk to the parent because I'm a parent. You know, and you so you have this sort of bond with other parents when you understand, when you think about the pain of the loss of a child. But there is a very big difference in life how you die. There is a big difference. And there are parents of children who are living but have done nothing with their lives. So it, life is very complex. So Stephen, Mark Christopher Wells in Afghanistan. A word about Afghanistan. My column this week is actually about Afghanistan because that butcher who, uh, who carved up the army drummer in Britain last week, he stood there boasting with his hands filled with the blood of the man he had carved up alive. 
Well, this is an eye for an eye because of what the British Army does in Afghanistan. You kill Muslims, so we kill you. The point, of course, is the the upside-down nature of everything that this man said. And the only reason I'm reacting is that a lot of the world believes that. They don't condone terror. I'm not saying people condone it, although there are people who do, obviously. But they buy the argument that, well, hey, we in the West are killing Muslims, so that's why some of them are killing Western civilians. But that's not the point. It's the opposite. We are dying for Muslims in Afghanistan. If we leave, and we are going to, then the Taliban might take over, and the Taliban kill Muslims. The Taliban throw acid in Muslim girls' eyes if they go to school. They murder Western nurses who inoculate Muslim children against polio. That's what his son died for as much as for American freedom. He died for Muslims. That's the lie that you're, by the way, your kids are taught at college. Your kids are taught this lie. They're not taught to support terrorism, but they are taught the lie that the terrorist is reacting to Americans or Brits or anyone else killing Muslims. We are killing Taliban. Now, if Taliban is the same as Muslims, then we have been lied to. We have been told the whole time that the Taliban represent a perversion of Islam, right? You can't have it both ways. Muslims ought to be sending Mr. Wells in Texas a thank you note. Afghans ought to be having a Memorial Day for their own and for us. As unfortunately, you may come to see if the United States pulls out and the Afghan government cannot sustain itself against the Taliban. The people who throw acid in the girls' eyes who go to school. I'm Dennis Prager. This is Memorial Day. We continue. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show.
everybody. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show live on this Memorial Day. I brought do that every year on Memorial Day and most other holidays because it's important to honor the holiday, not just take a day off. 1-8-Prager-776. I'm asking people who have not called in in the recent past to call in with to honor a an American who died and whom we memorialize, who died in war, in combat. A woman just walked over to me. There are hundreds of people here uh, by the battleship, the USS Iowa, here in San Pedro, California. Her brother, William Ailes, A-Y-L-E-S, was shot down in World War II. He was 21 years old. And I asked her if she'd want to come on, and she said she's not a speaker. You don't, you don't have to be one, but I fully understand but I did want to mention his name as well as the others of folks calling in. I remember the scene in Saving Private Ryan of the automobile driving up to the parents' home. And I think about what a, what a line of work that must have been to inform parents your son was killed in Italy, in Germany, on Okinawa. I would. I wish I could have met some of those people who'd had that work. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. The they're unsung heroes, in my opinion. The people who had to drive up to some people's home, and as soon as they drove up, of course, you knew why they were there. There's a lot of pain. That's the way God made this world. Why He did, I will ask. When we meet, I hope the meeting is delayed for a while. Personally, I can wait for the answer. (laughs) I'm happy to be alive. But uh, life is painful. All right, let's go to some more calls and honor some of those who have fallen. And let's go to Lisa in Los Angeles, California. Hello, Lisa. Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hi. Thank you for calling. I'm here, and my husband just gave you a cigar. Oh, you're here? You're calling from here? Your husband gave me the cigar. By the way, it's a little disappointing. Only two people have given me cigars. Can you see me? I don't know if you can see me, but anyway. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. How are you Anyway, thank you for that. I'm fine. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you for the cigar, honey. You're welcome. I just want to tell you, my son just got back from Afghanistan, so I praise God every day that he's home today. You know what? It is a little hard here. Can you folks make out the words? Is that it is tough? You, you know, to it's. Do you, tell me who it is. You know how? Actually, if you came here, I'd put you on. So you might want to walk around. Who was Greg Keller? He was my neighbor. I was a young girl when he died. Your, so I don't your neighbor, I'm writing these names down. Greg Keller, and he and he was killed in in uh, Vietnam. in Vietnam. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm only going to let you go because of the. Uh, it's hard to hear you, but I wanted that name. And about each war, I have tried to give meaning to explain to people. That, you know, people are still not aware of the immense moral significance of fighting communism in Vietnam. 
It's ironic because today I was in Vietnam two years ago with listeners. They have rejected everything about communism. Everything. In other words, every Vietnamese who fought Americans died in vain, died for a fraud. And nobody talks about this. It's a fraud. Communism was a fraud. The only people who believed in it in the West were intellectuals. No, I'm serious. Nobody else did. Everybody knew that if you mass murder people and take away all liberty, there's something wrong with your idea. But not at the universities. There there are a lot of people who had a lot of sympathy. Now, maybe they're not doing it exactly right, but hey, the, uh, the war in Vietnam... And that when I think of every Vietnamese death for a bunch of criminals led by Ho Chi Minh, I get angry. I'm angry over every American who died, but yes, I'm angry over every Vietnamese who died for that fraud. And today, it's it, everybody knows it was a fraud. The only thing that's left of communism is a dictatorship. That's what's still left in Vietnam. But every moral and economic idea has been abandoned because it was, it's a sick, despicable system. Marxism, communism, and the like, just as fascism and, and Nazism are. Back in a moment, Memorial Day, Dennis Prager. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Hello, everyone. Let's keep the music. Dennis Prager broadcasting from right next to the USS Iowa battleship. And many people who have come out, and I thank you all for coming. This is our way of honoring those who have served, but most of all, of course, Memorial Day is about those who were killed. In service to this country and to the cause of freedom. Never forget that. Dying for America is dying for the cause of freedom. It transcends dying for America. Every country has had people that died for their country. But there's, there's a difference. Our country is, has been overwhelmingly identified with freedom, with liberty. When America invades your country, and if it is allowed to stay... You become freer. Ask the Japanese. Ask the Germans. But we were not allowed to stay in Vietnam, so they didn't become free. We pulled out of Iraq. They're killing each other in mass numbers. The United States, ask Korea. That's my favorite war to talk about because people, you were you served in it, sir? God bless you. You know that that's the, that's the war I most talk about. And the reason, too, one, it's forgotten, and that's a crime. It is unbelievable. Well, I don't know what is taught at schools. I really don't. It, it's, it's, a, it's a puzzle to me. Well, condom placement, now that I think of it. That, that is one of the important things that is taught. Let, let's not forget the important thing. Uh, and I know that a lot of kids are studying global warming. 
climate change, but they don't know that we that we fought in Korea. And that war is so dramatic because it was solely for liberty. What did we have that we wanted in Korea? Nothing. Nothing. Kimchi, as I always point out. I still have the taste of kimchi in my mouth from my visit to Korea 30 years ago. It's, it's still there. And that is a war that proves the point about why we die for liberty. Never forget that. Not just for America, which is enough, but it's a, it's a cause. Now, people here who are here, if you have someone that you knew and you would like me to announce their name who died in a war, you tell me. Here is Sergeant, uh, not here, he is. He was killed in, in uh, Iraq, Sergeant Gabriel Daru. And uh, I thank you in August, uh, killed in action, 20 August 2006. Can I keep this little bracelet? You sure? And are you in the military now? Or... You are, you are. Thank you so much. Also, somebody gave me a note of Bill Perkins, a Medal of Honor winner. Threw himself on a grenade in Vietnam to protect his fellow soldiers, and this was given to me by a high school friend. You know, we always think of the family of people who have died, been killed, and so on. But if you are close to somebody as a friend, the loss is as deep. In fact, it can be deeper. It's uh, it, We correctly think of family as soon as we think of somebody being killed. But I always think of the friends, too, because if one of my friends were killed, it would be a hole in my life that would never be fillable. Friends are, friends are powerful. All right, let's go to some more of your calls. Go to State of Washington. And in, uh, is that Clinton, Washington, and Ken. Hi, Ken. Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. Uh, yes, my son-in-law, Glenn Watkins, was killed in Iraq uh, in April of 2005. And it leaves a hole. Can I, have his, can I have his name again? Glenn Watkins. Glenn Watkins. And where was he from, Glenn? Uh, uh, well, in California at the time and then... Moved up here to Washington, and he and he was killed in which war? In Iraq. In Iraq. Yeah. And, and he was your my, son-in-law. So, yes. Your son-in-law. Wow. And my grandson was also wounded over there. Wow. I have a granddaughter who is a an officer in the Navy, and I have a grandson who. If I may say my favorite, if I have a favorite, but he's a brilliant young man, is one of the elite of the United States SEAL, Navy SEAL. Huh. And well, you it, have a... F- it, yep. It, it, it is something you cannot forget. When you go to the cemetery, as we did, and have to see and be there with the funeral and... And the emotional part of it, it grabs you to a point to where you, it's its just not easy. No. It's undescribable. It is undescribable. And, sir, I i just 
Uh, I bless you. I hope that you find happiness in any way possible. I hope that for your daughter. And uh, we join you in honoring the memory of Glenn Watkins. Someone here, uh, by the way, gave me the name. She only knew him as Buddy. He was in the medical corps, got killed in Vietnam, left a pregnant wife behind. And before he left, apparently he uh, thought that he would uh, not see the child that would be born to him. He had a sort of premonition. But before you ever get carried away with premonitions, because it could be very scary, like if you have a dream, please know they usually don't come true. So I, I just I just need to say that, lest anybody recently had a bad premonition. All right, we uh, continue Memorial Day. I'm doing what I think you're supposed to do on Memorial Day, memorializing those who died for this country and for liberty. Then you can have as good a time as you want. You can sleep in. You can have a barbecue. There's nothing wrong with that. But you got to take time out to bless these souls. I'm Dennis Prager, and we continue. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Memorial Day 2013. This is the Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager, broadcasting live. To a very large audience here by the USS Iowa, San Pedro, California. And if anybody would like to come by, you're more than welcome. We are, I am doing what I know the day is supposed to do. I'm honoring those who were killed in battle or during a war. By the way, any, any way you were killed, you, you know, people make this silly. It drives me crazy. Let me... Let me get this off my chest. There is this notion that the press has that if you're killed by friendly fire, it's somehow different in war than if you're killed by enemy fire. There's no difference because friendly fire will always have uh, fatalities and casualties. That's part of what the war, it's like, it's whose bullet is secondary. If they weren't fighting, they wouldn't have died. Friendly, that it, it only means that there are casualties that are taken in so many ways in war. Uh, it's 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 uh, it drives me nuts when people try to make this somehow significance distinction. Were you killed by a bullet from your side or their side? In war, those bullets are going, and something is going to happen. You try to minimize friendly fire casualties, but it is impossible in real war. It's possible in practice to avoid shooting your buddy, but it is not possible to never uh, to always avoid that in real battle. Just thought I'd add that. All right, let's let's get some more uh, names here. 
Yucaipa, California, Patty. Hello, Patty. Dennis Prager. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, yes, I grew up always with a picture of my uncle our house, and he was um, he was 19 when he was killed, and he was with his brother, um, who actually saw him killed. And and where was that? Do you know? Yes, that was in the New Georgia Islands, in the Solomon Islands, in. Oh God, the Solomon Islands, the yeah, hottest, stinkiest place on earth. God Almighty, what we what they suffered there. Yeah, What's his name? Quickly. I don't think quickly. I ever really understood until I saw that. So, or it, it, the one yeah. That... What quickly? What is his name? Cute. What was? Huh? What was his name, please? All right, I'll get the name. We'll get it off air, I guess. Back in a moment. 